Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. This is the uh, seventh episode of the Live to Shoot podcast where we talk about all things Second Amendment and our right to bear arms, plus any other topic that might pop up. So, Bernie Sanders, do we really need to be concerned with the results from the Iowa caucus? Mayor Pete took 26.2% of the vote and Bernie took 26.1%. Or now that Bernie's won New Hampshire with 25.7% of the vote, are we in the midst of a socialist revolution? If you listen to the mainstream media, you would think so. If so, do we need to be concerned? Let's look at some of the things that Bernie wants to do. Socialized health care. He wants to ban private insurance and implement a single-payer government health care system. Student loan bailouts. He wants to pay off uh, over 45 million Americans' student loan debt. Free college for everyone. National rent control. He wants to build 10 million government housing units and implement a national rent control standard. He wants to end end deportations and grant citizenship to over 11 million uh, illegal immigrants. He wants to abolish ICE and customs. He wants to enact the Green New Deal. He supports banning the fossil fuel energy production along with cars, meat, and air travel. High-speed internet for all. His plan would break up the, the... AT&T and Comcast and force local governments to build publicly um, owned broadband networks. According to Bernie, high-speed internet is a basic human right. And there are many other extreme policies he's proposing, and we haven't even talked about gun control. So what's all this going to cost? Well, Medicare for all is $3.21 trillion. The Green New Deal is $1 trillion. The student debt bailout? 220 billion and affordable housing for everyone 250 billion all in all it's expected to be 4.9 trillion or double the current federal spending now in terms of gun control bernie isn't proposing anything that's all too different from the rest of his counterparts he wants to take on the nra he wants to expand background checks in the quote-unquote gun show loophole where all gun purchases are subject to the uh, background check standards, ban the sale and distribution of assault weapons. Uh, he wants to prohibit the high ca- high capacity magazines. Implement a buyback program to get assault weapons off the streets. Regulate assault weapons in the same way that we are currently regulating fully automatic, a system that will eventually make them unlawful to own down on straw purchases because we know how many of those are going on out there. Support red flag laws and then ban the 3D printing of firearms and bump stocks. These are all by today's standards typical in air quotes gun control measures but in order to implement and maintain his radical policies he will have to go further. As with all radical regimes like Nazi Germany, Cuba, Russia, and Venezuela an an unarmed populace is needed to keep control. I was talking to a coworker the other day who isn't very political, but he was asking me what was going on with all these gun control laws. I replied that there's a shifting on the fringe of society that has gotten more liberal than ever before. He then went on to say that he didn't think he would see in his lifetime or his kids' lifetimes where his gun ownership would be jeopardy. I explained that in Virginia, along with universal background checks, assault weapon bans, and outlawing magazines that can hold over 12 rounds, the governor has proposed an increased budget for law enforcement and prisons in anticipation of arresting and imprisoning more people as a result of them failing to register or turn in their weapons. This did give my 
co-worker some pause. I really don't think we will elect a socialist, but are we moving in that direction? I was uh, listening to a uh, podcast by Candace Owens this weekend where she interviewed uh, a gentleman, a former Air Force officer who's uh, about Space Force and what's going on with our China and their space program and that, in his opinion, that China is a serious threat because of the, the strategy and the direction that they're taking versus uh, what the United States is taking. The United States is taking their typical approach of where we're really just launching and orbiting around um, our own planet, GPS, and that the mission of Space Force is to really aid and help support our other branches of the military. Or tr China is looking at it as a increased uh, opportunity for a, a growing economy where they're going to uh, expand energy resources, mine the moon for resources, build uh, stations um, and landing areas on our way to the moon. So they're looking outward and we're looking more inward. And that he thinks that the that we could do, you know, that could just seriously be in jeopardy um, in the long haul. And I do agree with him, but then what he didn't address was uh, the free market and things that Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Richard Bronson are all doing with their private space programs. And I think as long as we have the free market, the, we will outpace anything that the communists or socialists uh, can do. So while I don't think socialism is a great threat to us, it does seem like there is a portion of society that wants to move in that direction. And we are just one Supreme Court justice away, or a socialist president, um, from actually having our Second Amendment rights seriously in jeopardy. Complacency can be our biggest enemy. The belief that can can't happen to us can be very dangerous. We don't want to be in the want to be that frog in the boiling water. And this is just Bernie Sanders. We hadn't even talked about the tyrannical tendencies of Bloomberg. He might not be doing well right now, and if Biden's slipping, Bloomberg might be the next choice behind Bernie. I don't want this podcast to always be about politics, but we will have to discuss it, especially with this building from election year. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. Maybe more politics, maybe more history. Stay tuned, and thank you for listening.